Center Region Library. We are located in the heart of downtown State College on the corner of Beaver Avenue and Allen Street. And this episode is dropping on Wednesday, March 28th, 2019. So it's our last episode for March this year as we are getting ready to end the month and head into April. And if it is April, that means Research Unplugged is going to be coming back to SCLO each Thursday in April, beginning April 4th. And that's what this episode is about as we welcome, we're going to be welcoming back Sharima Young, who's the Director of Community Relations and Local Government at Penn State. And we had her on last fall to preview the fall schedule. Research Unplugged takes place in October. Spring, come, spring Research Unplugged is in April. It begins April 4th with Dr. Carlene Maitland, Digital Lifeline Information and Communication Technologies for Refugees and Displaced Persons. And these are these are popular conversation series from 1230 to 130 in our community room. You get free refreshments and just a lot of interesting talks that are going to be happening this spring. And then, then there's actually a special one that's going to be taking place Thursday, May 2nd with uh, Penn State grad students coming in to discuss the latest trends in their fields. But I hope you enjoy my conversation with Sharima Young as we look ahead to Research Unplug, the spring schedule. And please join us each Thursday in April. Today we're pleased to have uh, Sharima Young back with us as we get ready for uh, another uh, the spring session of Research Unplugged. Um, Sharima, thank you for joining us again. I guess. Uh, thank you, David, um, for having me. Yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah, what have, what's been going on since uh, since we talked to you in the fall? Well, it's always busy at Penn State, as you know. There are lots of things going on, but one of the key things that we are working on is an initiative called the Mustard Gap to Valley Lands Project, where we have partnered with Clearwater Conservancy as they have taken the lead and doing some community engagement sessions with us. And we announced it back in um, December, January time, and we did a public survey in which we got a lot of responses, over a thousand responses from residents um, across the region, which is fantastic. And then we held our first community engagement session um, in February, early February. We were a little bit delayed. You know, it's been going on with this weather of ours. Yes, <laughs> yeah, Penn State's actually closed a few times, which yes. like, didn't really happen back in the day. But That's, <laughs> that's what a, I've heard. But we um, actually had a great turnout, even though it was rescheduled, and we got a lot of feedback as to what people would want to see over in that property and that land. And we gathered that feedback, and then we had a more intimate conversation with some stakeholders where we did some geo-design type of project with them just to kind of get an idea, well, how would things be laid out? And now we're going to have another community conversation on March 28th at the Unitarian Church from 6 to 8 p.m. And so that's where we'll tell the community a little bit about what what are some of the findings that we've been seeing so far, what are some of the maybe top three to five uh, common themes that are coming out of these conversations, and, you know, where do we go from there? 
Um, our final project reveal will be on April 18th, and President Barron will be there. And that's where the students will begin to display all of their key findings, kind of wrapping it up of what they've seen from the fall semester to the spring semester. So in the fall semester, they were just kind of gathering information about the land itself, the soil, the topography, the, the habitats, um, all of those things, so that we can come into the spring semester and have these conversations with the community about the things that they want to see there. So we're really excited about this process, and we look forward to continuing to engage the community on it. That's great. It sounds like it'll be uh, informative. So again, it's on March 28th is the next uh, yes. event, so it'll be good. Good weather, we Yes, hope. yes. Well, that's, well the, the day we're recording today is good weather. It's supposed to be in the 60s. Yes. We'll see. Uh, but speaking of community engagement, we have another lineup of research unplugged coming up in throughout April, and then even a special one uh, the first Thursday in March. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about uh, the series and uh, what what went into the spring planning? Sure. We're, we're back again and excited about it. Research and Plug spring semester, and we have a great lineup of professors in their very interesting work that runs the gamut, and we're starting things off on April 4th. And once again, this is a free event that is held at the library during the lunchtime hour. We have a few refreshments to provide, but it's a free event where you can come and get information on some of the latest research. So on April 4th, we'll have Dr. Matlin, who is in the College of IST, and she'll be talking to us a little bit about her work around technology for displaced refugees and displaced persons in general. So she's been looking at some of these worn, torn areas that have had a history of some of these things going on, or even just with displacement around natural disasters. Um, how can people leverage technology in order to stay connected and to really get some of the things and resources that they need? I think we live in a day and age where we're very fortunate to leverage technology in that way that we didn't have before. So I'd be very interested in going out to her session and really hearing more about how she's working with some of these communities overseas. Wow, that, that'll be, yeah, that should be a fascinating one. Yes. And then the next one, April 11th, um, uh, climate change, that, that seems, Penn State, obviously, we've, I think we talked about this in the fall, has a lot of uh, several professors who are really um, major names in, in looking at climate change, and, and we have uh, an April 11th one that looks at uh, one of the issues dealing with climate change. Yeah. Right. So we're always interested in, in climate change, and we've, we've seen how it impacts us with our weather, just even here this year and last year, some of the changes that are going on. But Dr. Baums from the Department of Biology, she's going to talk to us more about climate change and how it has been impacting our coral reefs because that ecosystem within our oceans is so important to us, and sometimes we don't really think about it, right, because it's not in, involved in our day-to-day. But she'll talk to us about that and the importance of really looking at how climate change is changing those coral reefs in those ecosystems. And so that should be really interesting discussion, um, especially for those of us who really don't look at the, the ocean and what's going on in it every day. So you mean in central Pennsylvania. We yes, but we're not near really one. Miss. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll get to see here some uh, great information there. Yes. Uh, um, and then April 18th, uh, uh, Disrupting Democracy, How to re Redesign Online Life to Strengthen Democratic Governments. Um, 
that should be uh, obviously uh, we're a year away from another election. Well, we have local elections coming up, but mm-hmm. a year away from a, uh, another election cycle. Um, I guess that this should be a fascinating one as well. Most definitely. I think we're in a political climate unlike any other in our history where so many people have been involved from all different walks of life, and we're encouraging more inclusivity in our political system. As you can see, more women being elected to office on all different levels from local, state, and federal, and um, all different um, cultural backgrounds being also elected. And Wanting to hear more voices because I think there's a threat that people feel that some voices are being left out or being left behind. And how can we have more civil discourse? I think there's another conversation about a big divide. Either you're all the way right or you're all the way left and there's no meeting in the middle. So it'll be very interesting to hear Dr. Gastille talk a little bit about redesigning that that discussion in that structure and how we create a system of um, deliberation where we're including all voices, that all voices help to make the policies that we put in place within our society. And from what I read from his work, some of these things, uh, some of this research is going on in Europe. So I think we're trying to get to a place of consensus and how do we have civil conversation come to consensus and really create policies that can benefit Everyone and everyone can walk away feeling good about them. That, yeah, I definitely want. Um, it, it, and I don't know if this is what he'll touch on, but I know just even through social media, you're almost afraid to say anything really, or without right. because you you are going to get the extremes from both sides just coming at you, even if you just express some common opinion or whatever, you know. So. Yeah, there's the good and the bad yes, to social yes, media, yes, right? Yes, I get, I don't know <laughs> so if that's part of it. It can help, like, refugees. Right, yes. Then yes. again, it can crucify <laughs> people. So, yeah, I think we have to be very cognizant about the role that social media has played mm-hmm. in some of our political conversations and even just kind of mistelling the facts, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think we've kind of gone on feelings a lot of times and kind of gotten away from facts. And I think that Dr. Castile is going to talk about us leveraging the facts and really putting it on the table to have some civil discourse and dialogue about how we come to a solution mm-hmm. and not get kind of in the in the weeds about some of the things that we feel and some of the things that people are calling fake news. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, I mean, I, this is sort of a tangent, but um, your community engagement, do you deal a lot with the... How's, do you use technology a lot to, with, for, to engage the community? Or is that, well, our office is actually doing doing that more and more. Mm-hmm. We just hired a advocacy and communications manager and we are on Twitter so we try to share some of the latest mm-hmm. and greatest news that's going on at the Capitol mm-hmm. um, and some of the work that we're doing here locally etc etc um, but you know, I think that social media, you have to be very careful in that you're making sure that you're giving timely information, but that it's accurate information mm-hmm. and it's not opinion or rumor gone wild. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. So cross-checking, making sure that it's coming from variable um, sources. And so I think that it's important to, if you do have that in place, to make sure that that happens. And people in, in the communications field, they make sure that they do it pretty regularly. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then April 25th, the last one in April, we're um, 
I guess given that we're going to be heading into summer, thinking about mosquitoes is a big issue. Um, And that that should be a fascinating one on April 25th, looking at uh, mosquito-borne viral infections. Right. Yes. So we live in a global society, Mm -hmm. right? And we've come to a place where it's um, actually cheaper to fly than Mm -hmm. it has been years and years past. So people are going overseas a lot more often. And in some countries where, you know, mosquitoes have carried some of these illnesses, including ours, we have to be more aware about what some of these viruses are and how we can prevent them from happening or prevent ourselves from becoming infected with them. So I think hearing his his discussion will really open our eyes to what's going on globally and how these pathogens spread throughout society Mm -hmm. and what can we do to prevent them and how can we protect ourselves. So this is good for anybody to know, (laughs) yes, (laughs) especially as we continue to travel throughout the globe. Yeah. And then I know there, um, we have a special one, May 2nd. I know there are still details being worked out, uh, but I, I'm excited about that. Uh, we're, it's an event where, I guess, uh, Penn State grad students will be able to discuss what their latest trends in the fields they're studying. I, like I said, I know there's still details to be worked out, but um, about just having a new, like these grad, uh, grad students, I guess, is a new part of it is, is exciting. Yes, as as, yeah. it is. So we're talking about our future researchers mm. here that are getting ready to claim their stake and becoming experts in their field. So this is really exciting, and it's good for them to hear the feedback from the public. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it will help them do a deeper dive into the research they're currently doing. And so I encourage everybody to come out Mm -hmm. and really engage our graduate students in conversation about their work. Um, Not only are you learning, but it helps them to be sharper and better as well. So Mm -hmm. please come out on May 2nd, because we hope to be able to do it again. Yeah, so it's another great lineup for Research Unplugged for the yes. spring. Um, and then we said free refreshments and... Um, and better weather. And better weather, <laughs> yes. It's spring, uh, yes. <laughs> so you'll get to enjoy it. Um, yeah, so not, you know, walk on down to the library and enjoy some great conversation. Um, now, since you've been here before, I know uh, usually I ask a, a book or books that have impacted um the, my guests or the guests and but I guess I want to talk to if, has there any book that you're reading now or you recently read that you would want to recommend or that, that you've uh, as you want I've to talk been, about yes I've been so busy I cheated a little bit so I did book on CD <laughs> it's okay and, that counts <laughs> but it was fantastic I did purchase the book but yeah. because I didn't have enough time I had to listen to it on CD and that is Becoming by Michelle Obama so covering the span of beyond eight years so even before um, President Obama was elected to office and just hearing about her life in general was just so impactful to me and I, I felt so many parallels to both of our lives as she is a black woman as well that grew up in a working class family and just to hear her strides and, and some insecurities at times and overcoming them and learning from them and becoming better and growing, um, not just in her economic or um, her educational endeavors, but also in her personal life as well. I thought that was very, very 
um, insightful for me to be able to see how do you balance the two? How do you balance being a successful career woman and also having a family and taking care of a husband and, and children and, and making it work? And I think a lot of women ask themselves that question, especially when you don't have, typically have nannies to rely on. I mean, eventually they got yeah. to that point, right? But um, I think the balance of that and having that conversation is more women continue to enter into this arena of corporate America mm-hmm. or politics and still having their own voice. Mm-hmm. Um, I think long gone are the days where you just um, support your husband, mm-hmm. even though that's great. And if you do that, that's still wonderful. But I think um, in today's economy, it's come to a point where both mm-hmm. um people have to work both spouses have to work and so how do you balance that so I was very inspired to hear um, her struggles with that but also how she overcame that and is still as the book is entitled becoming Mm -hmm. that it's not a pit stop but it's a journey and that if you continue on you'll just get better and better that's great I mean I think um Regardless of where you stand politically, there's sounds like some great lessons uh, that that people can get from that book. And um, a lot of lessons in that book, and I think that people will be able to find themselves, even if you're a man. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm thinking about just for women. (laughs) (laughs) You'll be able to find some good nuggets in there, especially as she sheds light on some of the insights on on Barack Obama Mm. and his journey and their journey together, and how they balance each other. you know that that saying opposites attract but how well they make it work and i think that people who are in relationships or who are are married sometimes we have a tendency to kind of run when things get tough because we are opposites in a lot of ways but when the secret is is when we find a way to complement each other and respect each other's differences and and, and make it work and so just to see them be able to do that um, was very, very uh, impactful for me. That's great. And since mm-hmm. it's still March, uh, Women's History Month, yes, so definitely a good time to check that book out. <laughs> yeah, I, I encourage everybody to go pick it yeah. up. And even no matter your political ideologies, because I think some people may steer away, oh, yeah. um, that was a Democratic uh, or, um, president, but you should really just take a look at her story because it's more about her story as a person. Yeah. And so I think that we can all learn some lessons from that. Yeah. And uh, again, tangent, but sort of with the democracy, I think if we get to know people personally, then we can have maybe better discourse. Exactly. <laughs> we don't, we don't exactly. see them as a Republican or Democrat, but who as a person. And she talks about that yeah. on the campaign trail, yeah. even her hesitancy about how she would be relatable mm. going into the deep Midwest mm. and going into people's homes and talking to people who don't, on the surface, um, look like you, but when you start talking, you find out how much you have in common and, and your backgrounds and how similar they are in a lot of ways. Okay. And that that connection is so important for all of us mm. to have and to attempt to make uh, across the board. I think it would solve a lot of issues <laughs> that we have right now if we did more. That's great. Well, Sharima, thank you so much again. We are looking forward to spring research unplugged and, yes, uh, and uh, good luck with the muster gap thing as well. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I'm sure we'll talk to you maybe, maybe for the fall when get ready for fall, the fall lineup. Well, we're looking forward to it, David. Thank you so much for having me. And we thank the SCLO uh, Regional Library for having us and partnering with us as well.
We, of course, enjoy our partnership with Penn State, too, and, and are looking forward to another great uh, s- slate of research unplugged for the spring. Again, it begins April 4th, Thursday, April 4th, with Dr. Carnley Maitland's Digital Lifeline. And that's a question mark, Digital Lifeline, question mark. Information and communication technologies for refugees and displaced persons. And then come to the community room each Thursday starting at 12.30 for some great talks and some free refreshments. And, of course, the first Thursday in May, May 2nd, with that special research unplugged with Penn State grad students discussing the latest trends in their fields. And some other events happening at the library are actually uh, as part of the library programming uh, Sunday March 31st, it's Meet the Creek. This is actually at Shavers Creek, and it's part of the Center County Reads programming. And it's a great event. There will be some people from SCLO there as we part, as we take a look at some of the turkey and black vultures and bald and gold eagles that are housed at Shavers Creek. That should be a great event. If you haven't been to Shavers Creek since they expanded, it's really different and very different and just a really impressive facility they have there. And then Center County Reads wraps up on Thursday, April 4th with an evening with Katie Fallon. That's at 7.30 p.m. at the Nittany Lion Inn. She'll have a talk and have a book signing. And that will put a cap on this year's Center County Reads programming. It's been a fun time with the Vulture book by Katie Fallon. And it wraps up again Thursday, April 4th with an evening with Katie Fallon. Also wrapping up is the winter reading for teens and adults. That's wrapping up Sunday, March 31st. It's your last day to log in any books you've read for for winter reading and have a chance to win some prizes. And then on Monday, April 1st, it's the first day for kids ages 0 to 12 to log in their books if they're participating in the April Book Club. And so again, Monday, April 1st is the first day you can start logging in those books, a uh, chance to win prizes and, uh, and be entered into for the main prize, which is a wooden castle. And then free developmental screenings will be happening in our children's activity room on Friday, April 5th. This is a great service, another great partnership we have uh, that starts at 9 a.m. Free developmental screenings on Friday, April 5th in our children's activity room. Of course, all our events are on our website, sclolibrary.org, social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and with this podcast. And definitely, if you you can subscribe to it uh, on your iTunes or Google Play, uh, rate it, let people know about it. And um, yeah, we have some great guests coming up in the future weeks. So until next week, we hope to see you at Sclo Library.